I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's welcome in, uh, I, I don't know, this is the tribal chief. He's got, <laughs> he's got the belt over his shoulder. Uh, he is the champion of all champions. Uh, he is the professor uh, of the uh, athletic and the co-host of Chase Street Vibes, uh, Jason. He's Jones. got the strap. What's uh, what's the what's the occasion? Uh, just bored. Mm. Oh, so, <laughs> so you walk around with the title when you're bored? That's uh, that's fine. I mean, that I is mean, you know when I'm chilling, I do that. I mean, it's not like I walk go go to the store with it, you know. Or that would is you, a nice title. It that is, is a good, very nice. Title. It's a, it's a good. But would you? Where were you? Are you one of the people? Will you wear that to an event? No, I can't see myself doing that. I f- I'm always so fascinated by those fans who Bro, wear their championships so to the arena. Many of those belts at oh. those events, and you, the crazy thing is, those aren't cheap. No, those no, are I, That's what I'm saying. I would never take this and be like, you know, what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go to the live event and walk around with it. <laughs> <laughs> just you know, I'm just like, oh, you know, I mean, you see guys who could they wear the belt the whole time. I'm like, nah. It's, it's a little, un, I, you know, you know if I were like a little kid, yeah, but I'm a little too old to walk around with the belt, like, all day. Yeah, then, you know, not. it's not like it's light, either. It's like, you know, it's not, not like it's like, it's not like it's 20 pounds, but still, it's kind of a... This 25 a, pounds of gold right here, brother, <laughs> that I've got wrapped around my waist. Wow. Uh-huh. Got the belt <laughs> over my shoulder, uh-huh. No, remember in WWE, it's, you don't call it the belt, the, the, the championship. Right. Yes, you're, well, you're Vince right. is not running it, so maybe we can call it a belt now. It's not a belt, pal. <laughs> it's a title. The championship. It's a title. That's it's right. A title. It's a title. Yeah. What's what's your what's your what's your guys' favorite uh, title? The winged or the money, the uh, million dollar it is belt. Not the million dollar belt. <laughs> million dollar belt is cold. Yeah, uh, pretty cold. Uh, this new one, the one Jason I like has, the is one Jay dope. had. That was, yeah, it's, it's probably the Winged Eagle, though, just because like that was Hogan and Savages and Shawn Michaels, and mm-hmm. I, I think that's probably why I'd pick that one. It's the classic one, you know. Actually, I think my favorite one might be the, the Edge's Rated R with the spinning R in the middle. <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all act like the spinner belt was trash. <laughs> the spin- 
<laughs> John Cena's spinner belt was dope, and it was perfect for the time. Yeah, I it mean, everything time. has to fit for an era. And for yeah. that era, especially for his character at the time, it was perfect. And it's then, a little like tough said, to explain now. Right. A lot of stuff <laughs> yeah, in that era is know, tough to explain. My yeah. kids would be so confused at why people's car wheels are spinning, or like, <laughs> they're just like, I don't understand, Dad, why? Yo, the James in the chat, he brings it. The 90s uh, Intercontinental Championship, that, that was pretty tough. The Shawn Michaels raising the Oh, yeah, the that was nice. Yeah, that was, yellow that was pretty one. tough. Yeah, Warrior no, had Warrior all the changing the colors. They had the white one. The perp, the like violet colored one. Yeah, yeah there was some good ones. I'm still yeah. stuck on it. I'm still stuck on Jason asking his kids asking, yo, wh- why is this happening? How did we not ask ourselves in the early 2000s? Like, why does that rim need to keep spinning when the car stops? Because it was dope. <laughs> is it it's dope spinning. today? Like Chris Rock bit, it's spinning. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, then they had the Dada shoes with the spinners oh. on them. We really lost our minds with spinning things. We really lost our minds. People were buying chains with spinners, spinners on the chain. Yeah. Spinners, just walk around. <laughs> just let it spin. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's like, why am I doing yeah, yeah. How many of those came through Ricky's? Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Them back of the source. We used to call them them back of the source chain. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, come on, man. Give me the give me the Rick, address. Give Ricky's the address. Ricky's uh 705 J Street, downtown Sacramento. It's Club Ricky's, world famous Club Ricky's. I don't know why that cracks you. I don't know the why it cracks the, source, the back of the source chains. Those oh, things, yeah. yeah. Ricky's was good for them back of the source brothers, man. <laughs> it was good for them back of the source dudes. Mommy, when I went to a club in Dallas and my homie was like, You gonna see some stuff you ain't seen in a minute. Walked into a nothing but a G thing video. Oh, oh rayon, rayon shirts, creased jeans, shags, and ducktails. Yo, Dallas is different. Yeah, I was. He was like, I know you're from California. It's gonna be a little different. I was like, man, I saw this with Dr. Dre and Snoop <laughs> and DOC. Like, someone's gonna get sprayed with a forty at some point, right? Dallas they was like, different. we was alone, California. I'm like, I ain't seen the rayon shirt and the creased jeans in a minute, bro. They brought the shags back. They got shags, bro. The when you got shags. when you when you when you hit that crease though with the starch. And <laughs> you used to be able to stand them joints up. They'd have so much damn starch on them. Yeah, and then people like me, when you want to go to extra mile with your dickies, you put it you put it under the mattress. Oh, got to. <laughs> but you had to get it right because one little crease, you'd yep. wake up in the morning, start all have over. a line halfway yeah. across your knee, you'd be like, well, man, you messed the thing up, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, my kids would probably think I'm crazy. Like, why are you putting your pants under the bed, Dad? We don't understand. <laughs> I lived through it, and I think we're crazy. Yeah, it was a wild time. It made sense back then. Now now it makes sense to wear leather pants. It does. This, I'd, I'd, get, I'd, I'd get fake ones, but I, I definitely want some leather, some. leather-like I gotta, pants. And I gotta, you got to wear them uh, at the BET Awards when it's 98 degrees on the red carpet. You got to have those leather pants on. Yeah, yeah just, just, they, they just stick into your skin because, yeah, it's, you're bacon. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to segue to DeMontis Sabonis, but he ain't no back of the source center, that's no, for sure. He's, he's, he's the real deal. What, I, I, I made this argument a minute ago, Jay. Domas is everything that the Sacramento Kings desperately needed from a player to a leader to a guy to hold them accountable. He's everything that this team desperately needed. Oh yeah. I think I, I know 
you think about the fact that I, I kind of say he's the heart of the team. Mm-hmm. You know, just the fact that he came back from an injury where if he sat out, no one would look at him crazy. He's mm-hmm. basically saying no one here has an excuse. Yeah. If I'm doing this, why can't, you know, no one has an excuse good enough to die for a loose ball. Mm-hmm. I'm watching that Warrior game last night, and Atlanta lost in part because guys weren't diving on the floor. Mm-hmm. If somebody dives and gets one of those loose balls, Atlanta wins, but they're just bending over, slapping at the ball, you know, and then, you know, ball, you know, ends up and they, you know, you know I think it ended up with Draymond for that three, you know, but it's just, I really just think when you have a guy like that, just his presence on the floor holds everyone accountable before mm-hmm. he has to say anything. You know, the fact that he's out there with that, you know, with his padded up hand, you know, he, you know, how can you not give it your all when he's out there doing that? And, and this isn't this isn't a team saying we're fighting for the number one seed. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to make the playoffs. So mm-hmm. if he's doing this just to get in, everyone's got to be all in. Do you um, – we talked a little bit about – um, their style of play, and you know, when they win these games, it's usually like in the one twenties. At least it feels that way. And when they struggle, um, you know, it's a lower scoring game. I say, hey man, that's who these guys are. They're gonna win. They're gonna have to put up one twenty. You know, they're still second in the league at like one hundred eighteen points a game or something like that. Um, but that's that's their formula to win. Do mm. you think that is sustainable throughout a whole season? It has to be. I mean, they're. <laughs> I mean, they can't play any other way. Mm. You know, you just have for them. You have to hope you have more good nights and bad nights. You know, you you hope you have more. You, you know, you get just enough defense to get those wins. I mean, because if they're scoring one twenty, one twenty five, they're probably in the game. You know, but like you said, June, when like like that last Memphis game. I mean, it's like I'm like they've got ninety points at this point. I'm like, oh yeah, this is not their game. Mm. <laughs> they've got to. I mean, because if if they're in the one ten, one tens, one twenties, that means they're playing their style. That means they're making threes. That means that more likely than not, they're making the other team play like them. But if that game slows down, I mean, they're just not going to be a slowdown team. This is who they are, and it's got. I mean, I think it's sustainable enough to keep them above five hundred and get into the postseason, definitely. But. Mm-hmm. This is who they have to be. They don't have, you know, four all NBA defenders they can throw out there and say, okay, now let's shut this thing down for, you know, a 10 minute stretch. But if they can, the one, the one area I would like to see them to get probably more is the steals. If they can get more steals and get out and transition off of that, mm-hmm. that kind of negates if a team is shooting 48. But if you, you know, can force 10 turnovers, 10, 12 turnovers, kind of balance out, it can help balance it out. Yeah. Didn't they. Did... Didn't we have hope defensively earlier this year? Like <laughs> we did. We, 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 there were signs. There's there's signs of them being good. De- what, what what the hell happened to that? Have we I, just given up on that? They're going to be up and down defensively all year. I just think it's just going to be how they are. I mean, <laughs> if the if they can just crack the top twenty like in defensive efficiency, mm. you just hope. That's, that's all you can really hope for because they're. I mean, they're going to have nights. I think where. Other teams will try to play like them and just miss a lot of shots, but they're going to have nights where the other team makes a lot of shots. Mm-hmm. And so you just got to just, you know, just kind of accept that you're going to, like I said, like I said last week, you're going to have nights like the Withers game where guy just gets hot and they can't cool them off, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and then and just kind of just say, you know what, if we do, if we do enough on our end defensively and play efficient on offense and they're not turning the ball over and things like that, it should be in most games. 
I agree. I agree. I mean, and that's the biggest thing. I see I see sometimes when the, the, the number of turnovers, um, the carelessness with the basketball, that's just a little frustrating. Some of that starts with the point guard. Um, De'Aaron Fox, he's, he's – He's not – I wouldn't call him like a, a problem with his turnovers, but I know the other night in Memphis he had five turnovers. Um, but uh, I think Malik Monk had four turnovers. It feels like that also is what affects their defense because if they're turning the ball over, and I know Katie talks about this a lot, and it's in the field of play, you know, now that turns into a fast break, easy yeah. opportunities. And they're not good enough defensively to, to weather – a three-on-two or four-on-two or something like that. No team really is. So it yeah. seems like they kind of relate it, right? Like they can take care of the basketball. That gives them a better chance on the defensive end. I'm not stating that. Yeah. Oh, the oh yeah, definitely. Because yeah. now when you, if you turn the ball over, say, 17, 18 times in a game, that team that might have shot 49% is now shooting 57, 55%. So it, and then, you know, then you see the, the transition points spike. And then, you know, like you say, then you put them in a position that when they do get in the half court, if they're struggling, now it's really a problem. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you can't – part of their defense has to be efficiency on offense, you know, keep the floor balanced, get guys back. All those little things, kind of those detailed things, the thing that everyone says, you know, Mike Brown is great about emphasizing because they have to do those things. They just can't come through and just take wild shots, you know, just, you know, a three with 22 on the clock, long rebound lead, you know, because that's just as bad as a turnover to me. A quick bad shot that leads to a break. It might as well be a turnover. By the way, thank you to everyone who tagged us in uh, Buddy Heald's three seconds into the game (laughs) three-pointer. We we appreciate that. And And I'll give it to Shivano. That was impressive. That was very cool. My man caught the ball, turned around, and shot it. And made it. that's That's my guy. Shivano Rainier Heels. I always told him, man, you got to go by Shivano. You can't go by Buddy. I ain't, I ain't even <laughs> mad like, at no, him. Bro, no, bro. You tried being Shivano when you a kid. It wasn't fun. And I'm like, that's a cool name. Yeah, yeah that was a cool, yeah, a cool little record for Shivano. I love that we got tagged in that like 15 <laughs> times within seconds of it happening. Oh, hey, what is going on here? I couldn't even be. That's I was like, this, this is impressive. Yeah, My man, no, I, I didn't think, you know what? Damien and yeah, I, that wasn't my thought. I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. It's like to me, it's one of those cool. I call it a, uh, a media guide record. Like, it's a cool record, but so what? <laughs> I mean, it's like, all right, yeah, you made it. Yeah, okay. Quickest three in NBA history. Wow, wonder if and, it, 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 it is fitting that he would have that. Though it is fitting that it would be him. I wonder if it would be broken. Haven't seen three. Does somebody like. hit one in two seconds? You, know, I, you know, how fantastic would that be if like? Ball gets tipped to De'Aaron and he just pulls the trigger. <laughs> Two and a half seconds. Now you got to time them down to the milliseconds. See which one was quicker. Man, talk about crazy records. It'd be like you know. Then it could be like the guy with the quickest three under the age of thirty. <laughs> hey, you, you know, know they, you they know. get so ridiculous with some of these oh, records. It's like absurd. you know the fastest guy with the most the guy with the most receptions before the age of 27 whose birthday was not during the season it's like <laughs> yeah okay you, you know who's going to break it is uh Wimbenyama. he's just going to tip it into the uh goal <laughs> from jump the ball he's just going to control taps <laughs> are you allowed to palm the ball in the air and shoot it if you're a center cuz 
That's the uh, <laughs> there's the guy who's going to score a hundred. I've never seen a guy that tall who moves like Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's pretty tall, but you know, right. I'm yeah. like, is he? I'm like, he's seven. Is he seven three, seven four? Can shoot the rock and handle the rock. Man, we're Special. going to start treating Victor Wembanyama's hundred hundred point games like Russell Westbrook's triple doubles. <laughs> like, yeah, Westbrook had another triple double last night. So what? Nineteenth hundred point game of the season. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> His eighth of the month. You know, he didn't even get player in a, what a week because you know he's done so many times. We're just used to it. Got to get averaging eighty nine points this month. Got to give it to somebody else, man. But he gotta... shot forty five times though. Anybody could do it if they shoot forty five times. His no, team's no. only five hundred. Huh. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, you gotta find you gotta find some reason to nitpick it, a guy. I mean, you gotta find something. I mean, I tell all my friends, my younger friends all the time. I remember how they talked about Michael Jordan back in the day. Mm. I remember when it, I remember when it was you'll never be Magic and Bird because you can't win. I remember yeah. I remember it, the way uh um what's his name? Gates, William Gates' brother was talking about Michael Jordan at the beginning of Hoop Dreams. He's like, Yeah, you know, he may score 45. It may take him 43 shots to do it. I've seen him do it before. You, you don't get that luxury. I so mean, some of the some of the late, late 80s Jordan slander, people don't even believe even happened. I mean, imagine if he had that 63-point Boston game nowadays. <laughs> oh, man. It'd be like, but you lost. But you lost. It'd be on people forget. Head. I mean, like, youngsters don't realize he lost that game. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, yes, 63 at the Garden, and they lost. But, you know, people are like, so, you know, yeah, if that was 2023, oh, God, they'd be like, he's a ball hog, he's terrible, well, you know. In, in wrestling, like, there's, there's, there's the story of, like, Mick Foley will always tell the story of Triple H in 2000, how he made Cactus Jack by his facial expression. When, mm-hmm. when, 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 when Triple H saw it was Cactus Jack and not do love, he had a reaction that sold it and immediately made Cactus Jack a threat. <laughs> You know what put Jordan over? Bird. Bird's reaction that night of what do you say was that God, that, yeah, God playing for the squad? Yeah, like that. That's what made that game legendary. Was mm-hmm. was Larry Bird's response to it? What you know about that? Oh, in their time, the, part, the the stuff you retain that in was, your memory is that insane was come fly me. with me. Remember when uh, there was the newspaper headline of Jordan and it winks. <laughs> Okay. Ah, you don't know. You know about that, man. You know about that. Come fly with me. I don't, man, I don't know. A, I, now I got to go. Somewhere around here, I've got that rare Arab Jordan book. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. With the white the the white cover? Yeah. Yeah. That was a Christmas gift back in the day. I still got that. I yeah. ripped that book by accident. Like, I looked through it so much, like, the pages started falling. <laughs> I think my mom uh, kept one that was unopened, though. Oh, there you, you thank go. Thank God for her. There you go. Ripping the page out, putting it on the on the wall for a poster. <laughs> right. Uh, this in from well, yeah. This in from Adrian Wojnarowski. New Orleans Pelican star Zion Williamson is expected to miss multiple weeks. Oh no! With a hamstring strain, sources tell ESPN. <sighs> uh, Williamson underwent an MRI today. Again, Zion Williamson expected to miss multiple weeks. Uh, with a hamstring strain. That's if he could ever play like seventy games in a season. Mm. That's he's special, sucks. man. He is. He is. He is special to watch. By the way, I feel like this fits in with what you just said about Jordan. I mentioned it earlier, and we, you know, we 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 got back to the 
to the DeMar Hamlin stuff and, and didn't dive into it. What LeBron James did over this weekend was insane. Mm. LeBron yeah. James is 38 years old, and he dropped two 40-plus games. 40 and plus he's catching games. lobs. Like, he's catching lobs at the square. Yeah, like, he, yeah, he is unlike any professional athlete I think we've ever seen. We've never seen anything like this. So, of course, the Lakers are like, you know what? Let's hold on to that 2029 draft pick because there's someone in, you know, fifth grade that we're going to have to grab one of these days. You think that's the wrong call? Should they should they trade these two picks to – okay, do you think it's the wrong call to hold on to those two picks for the Lakers? I I think – I think it is. I think because this isn't the Lakers that – I grew up on this. These aren't Jer- Jerry Buss's Lakers. Those Lakers would be all, you got a guy playing like this and you know, you're getting AD back. You got to try to do something with that. You know, I'm not saying make a, a dumb trade, you know, but to treat the, to treat two picks that are like five and seven years, whatever is down the road, like, Oh my God, we got to have these. I'm like, be the Lakers. If you want a first round pick, go buy one. I mean, <laughs> Well, look, be the Lakers. You you got three Hall of Famers on your team right now that you didn't draft. Like, what's the point? Like, yeah, you're, you're I just don't right, understand all anyway. of a sudden where they're like, well, we've got to hold on. To, and the thing about them, too, is that one thing they've done is find young talent. I mean, you know, Caruso wasn't drafted. What's the, the kid that got now? Reeves wasn't drafted. I mean, Taylor Horton Tucker's helping, you know, Utah. You know, they've found players. You you know, I'm like, I don't understand them acting like they're, you know, I guess maybe they're billionaire. I don't know what it is. It's just to have LeBron play the way he's playing. He's got to do all that to beat the Charlotte Hornets. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, you know, you've actually got, you know, you got plays where Patrick Beverly is helping him facilitate. It's like, come on, y'all do something. Do something, Rob, Jeannie, do something. You know, even, you know. It'd be different if you were saying, well, they tried to make this move and they didn't. You know, this whole we're going to stand pat and see what happens. We know what's going to happen. You're going to struggle to get into the playing game. <laughs> we know what's going to happen. So do something. So I don't think it's the right move. I think you can't have a guy playing at, an, you know, and before AD got hurt, he was at MVP level. And just in terms of the numbers he was putting up, you can't have two guys like that and you're still below 500. That tells you the rest of your roster ain't very good. Yeah. And, then, you know, so, you you know, they, they're not built like the Clippers who basically built a team that says we have the Kawhi Paul George Clippers, and then we have the Clippers when we don't have those guys. Mm-hmm. They didn't build a team to where they could still be competitive without those guys. So you got to figure something out. Like I'm watching the Warriors and going, how do they not try to get Dante DiVincenzo? Mm-hmm. Like how do you let, you know, you know, not that Lonnie Walker is a bad person or anything, but how do you not – you know, use that accepting the try. You know, maybe they tried and Dante was like, "No, nah, I'm cool." But it's a very, it's a very weird situation there. I mean, this whole we're married. You just gave up like how, how many picks to get AD? Thousand. Why do you care about picks so much? You gave a you gave up a pick to bring in the Westbrook. I mean, you know, the other thing about LeBron James, though, you know, arguably being the greatest ball player to ever play the game. Um, he doesn't let that get to his head. He reminds you that I'm just like you guys because no matter how much I accomplish in life, my woman still chastised me for playing video games. 
Uh, I felt so seen when I, I was like, oh, God, it ain't just okay. me. All right. Okay. Are you playing Madden again? <laughs> so bad. I got to win. I got to get a game. Or, I got to win. Or, or my girl would probably tell me, oh, that's the only way the Raiders can win a game. I'm like, well, no, that's bye. uncalled for. I, that's what I said. And I just said, and I remind her that her Cowboys, it's December, it's, it's December, January. We know what happens with the Cowboys. It's that time of year. Heck, can I it's that time this? of year. The time of year where Shanahan blows a second half lead. That's by uncalled not, for. By not running the ball when he has a lead. Then blow a second half lead on Sunday. Oh, that's okay. The Raiders do it. Like I said, when they got up by 10, I'm like, it's over. They're going to lose. <laughs> Once they got up by 10, I said, it's over. Game over. Just a quick question. Uh, more on Zion. He'll be reevaluated in three weeks. Uh, this is a sham Woj duel right now. Um, <laughs> so we all think the LeBron video was a shoot? I mean, well. It, come on. That video was a work. <laughs> Come on, oh, yeah. That video was <laughs> well, a work. I'm, I'm saying video think was, was a work. I think he was really playing video games. I'm sure he was. Mm-hmm. And then someone got the idea to film it. Oh, look, LeBron's just like us. Yeah, Can't imagine who it was. Like, and I ain't even faulting him for it. It's content creation. But still, that was yeah, a Yeah, because we all know that if LeBron wants if, – if, if Savannah wants to party – on New Year's Eve, Savannah yeah. is going to party, and he has no choice. Like, mm-hmm. any, like a lot of married men in that situation, he's going to be going to put the sticks down mm-hmm. and get dressed and go out. We also I don't thought know what was time funny. that was. He could have been doing that at seven o'clock, and they yeah, just posted you know, it at seven o'clock. The best part of the video was like, "Come on, my birthday just passed. I just like, yo, know, I just you know, had like a forty-point game. Oh, mm-hmm. so this is what you're doing though." Like I said, I thought it was funny. You know, it, it probably was a work, though. I mean, he didn't like say us. it was bad. He just, just said it was like a work. Us, okay, he's just, just LeBron. Like us. LeBron, uh, Casey, yeah. and, and and Jason Jones, uh, all the same. Uh, <laughs> I, and I bet LeBron has a championship belt too that he oh, walks definitely. around with. Definitely, LeBron. The you know, LeBron. You know, if if you win, LeBron likes you. You know, <laughs> Triple H Except probably I, sends him like a bunch yeah. of, like every year. Hey, here's a couple belts hey, for you, pal. LeBron, like, yeah, I'm part you of the bloodline myself. A bit more to bloodline. It's LeBron. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure, you know, LeBron has, like, the him, Bronny, Bryce. You know, all of them have belts and, you know, probably with their own personalized, you know, plates on them, you know. I knew when I saw Roman with Paul Heyman, he was going to go undefeated for 865 days. <laughs> Leave LeBron alone. He's trying. You know? I love LeBron. Yeah. The um, only thing that perplexes me about LeBron is, is, like, you know what? I can't root for the Cowboys because of Jerry Jones. Oh. Let me – let me openly root oh, for Deshaun. That was so bad. It was like, no, King, what are you doing? <laughs> that was. Do not, do you, not hit sin, LeBron. You can't, not, you can't hit the morality clause and then tweet that. that was, get, I mean, it was just bad on so many levels. It was, was like, yeah, only, yeah, Jerry's bad. Like, Deshaun is getting his rhythm back from oh, what? Jesus. I was like, yeah, this is not, yeah. The man's Every the now box. and then I'd be like, LeBron, no, that's not the move. We've got to introduce uh, LeBron James to to the box. Yeah. The the subject of, of, of untouchables. Um, <laughs> DeMar, uh, DeMar Hamlin's uh, toy drive has topped $5 million. That's awesome. Wow. That is awesome. Do you, uh, Jay, before before you go, do you have anything? I mean, it's it's been discussed and, and talked about uh, all all day long. Do you, do you have anything you want to add to the 
to the De- DeMar Hamlin situation we saw play in front of our eyes last night? I mean, I just I just wish for the sake of everyone, the NFL just would have stopped the game and not had it drag out. Because I was talking to somebody I know in the league and they who, who works in the league a lot. And they're basically like, their theory was that the league was waiting around to see if Hamlin was going to be okay, so to, okay, so to speak, mm-hmm. so they could start the game. And then they heard the backlash and said, no, I guess we can't play because the teams refused to play. And I, to me, it's just like, it's like everyone's tortured relationship with the NFL. Yeah. It's like you love the NFL. And then just when you're like, oh, the NFL is so great, they do something like that. And you go, oh, man, really? Was it really a discussion? Like, you know, and then, then they're like, well, we don't know why Joe Buck said that. Oh, because someone told Joe Buck that. I don't think he made that up, that they were going to, you know, and, and, and what he said kind of kind of co- you know, coincides with other people reporting about the team being told, you know, why the guys went to the locker room. But, I mean, it's clearly, the, you know, they not playing the game was the right thing. No one cared about the game. I know I didn't. You know, and just, you know, you pray for, you know, DeMar that he gets better. And, hell, the NFL, you know, as somebody put it, they made it through a pan – like how many pandemic seasons, basically? Yeah. They'll figure it. it's not. It's not that big of a deal, mm-hmm. you know, that you had to stop the game. I just think it's just – it was just wild because, I mean, I've seen that type of play a million times. Yeah. I mean, you know, and I think the other thing I thought about, too, was a lot of people have never been on the sideline of an NFL game. Mm-hmm. They have no idea how big and how fast these guys are moving. Yeah. I mean, it is scary. Yeah. I mean, these are not little guys moving, <laughs> you know, and it's and I just think it just hot to me. It just reminded me just how violent and dangerous football really is, because, I mean, what is T Higgins like six, three, probably? I mean, that's a big, you know. He's a wide risk. It's still a big human being. Even mm-hmm. the smallest of football players are pretty big human beings. Yeah. Uh, always appreciate your perspective, Jay. Thank you. We'll be locked into uh, J Street Vibes as well. Thanks, champ. All right. Talk to you, man. That's our man. There it is. <laughs> Jason right, Jones yeah. right there. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 